And that's how I could tell that he just wouldn't be a world champion athlete, even though he had the potential of being one. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses, and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Today, I'm going to share a story of how I know a lot of the time when I'm working with a professional athlete or an athlete that is highly skilled and even very competitive in their sport, that they just don't have what it takes to be a world champion or to be the best at what they do. Anyway, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on business, mindset, and lifestyle optimization for driven mofos. And the reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life and I just don't want you to be one of them. So I was working with this athlete and they competed at a very high level. Now, I'm not going to give away too much. I want to share some of the stories and things like that, but I'll never mention who they were, who they are or anything like that. But I was working with this client and they were highly competitive in a sport, which was a large sport on a global scale. And so they get paid fairly well. If they're good, if they're in the top 10, they get paid very well. Anyway, what I noticed was that there were multiple times that they had competed at a world-class level. Now, this sport has one major event every year. And that major event, you either win or you don't win. And the top 10 probably earn half decent money. Obviously, the winner earns good money. Now, not to some of the levels of the NBA or some of the professional motor racing sports like Formula One or MotoGP or anything like that. Not that extreme level, but they do earn a fairly substantial amount, uh, a really good amount if they do win, especially if they get first, second or third as well. It's probably a very good wage. But I guess, you know, if you work really, really hard and you get injuries, you probably don't get paid anything. So it's not a sport where you get signed up and you get a signing on check or anything like that, like AFL football or anything like that. What happened was I had noticed that this person had the potential of becoming really great because I'd watched a lot of their clips and I do watch bits and pieces of sport. I'm not really a big sports fan. I do love watching how people think about sport, how they play and what their mindset and their psychology is. But when it comes to dedicating three or four hours on the weekend to watch a game of sport or whatever it is, I just don't have the time. I'd much prefer to study or work or go and hang out with people or go and do what I do. That's more my thing. I had noticed because I do enjoy this sport, I had noticed that this person was an Australian. They were quite good at what they do, but they could never quite crack the top three. Yet in some of the sport, they were quite competitive and so on. And they had the ability, they actually had the physical ability to be number one. But what I noticed was that when I started working with them, I had sort of met them around the place and I'd reached out. I'd actually bumped into them a few times and I reached out to them and I said, hey, look, you know, I definitely could help. Let's catch up. And so I ended up spending a bit of time with this person and I could tell straight away that they just didn't have what it takes to be world champion because they didn't have the focus to be world champion. And what I know is that athletes that end up reaching the absolute top of their game are 100% dedicated to just being the best. They don't worry about anything else. They don't worry about their intimate relationship. They don't worry about their family connections. They don't worry about the money. They don't worry about all the other bullshit. What they do is they get rid of everything or they delegate it. They still spend time with family or friends or they might still have an intimate partner. But 100% of their focus and everything that they do comes down to their sport. And that's what really makes a world champ. Whereas when I've worked with some other athletes that are good and they're professional athletes, you know, they still get paid to do what they do or compete in their sport. You can tell pretty quickly because 
straight away when you're working with them, they say things like, I love doing my sport and I love training and I love all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, you know, I've got an intimate relationship. And so I spend a lot of time with them. And then, you know, I'm also, I make sure I spend a lot of time with family. And then, you know, I want to be able to travel as well. And so, you know, I go on holidays a bit and you can tell that they're just distracted. And so they can still reach a high level and they've done a lot of work. So they probably from a young age, they have competed and been really, really good. So they're good mentally with competition. They are physically strong or they physically have the ability to be a champion, but they just don't have the psychology because they distract themselves with too much. Now, when you have a look at world champion athletes, and I've studied many of them, probably up to a thousand world champion athletes over the years that you can pretty much tell very, very quickly in the way that they communicate based on their languaging, the beliefs that they sprout out when they're talking, the team of people that they have around them, whether they're going to be in the top one, two, or three, and they're a real contender in their sport, or whether they're just probably going to be, you know, in the top 50 or the top 100. And so I've worked with some people that are world champion or world's best, and some of them are legendary in their sports. And others are great, but they're never going to be the greatest. And you can tell really, really quickly just based on the amount of distractions that they have. Now, why is this important? Because if you're one of those people who want to do great things in life, you've got to have focus. And it's cool to do lots of different things. Like if that's the lifestyle you want to live and you know you want to have this idea, which is essentially an ideology of a balanced lifestyle and you make a little bit of money and you spend a little bit of time with family, you spend a little bit of time with friends and you spend a little bit of time exercising, you spend a little bit of time studying and you spend a little bit of time you know, going away on the weekends. That's cool. That's the lifestyle you want, but you've got to admit that. If you want to achieve big goals and you know, I want the multi-million dollar lifestyle and I want to fly around and I want to have nice cars and I want to be able to go do really cool shit and I want to build a big business, then that's 100% focus and dedication or at least 95, maybe 90% until the business is quite substantial that then you can start to focus on other things. But for probably the first five to 10 years, it's 100% focus on that thing or at least 95, 90%. So every now and again, you do get a unicorn where they're in the right industry, the right market, they just do the right things and bang, the business takes off. Now, a lot of people will say, well, you know, what about this person? Or what about that? They're a fucking unicorn. They're one in probably a billion. The majority of people, if you really want to be focused and you want to build a big business where the business doesn't rely upon you all the time, then you've got to be focused. If you want to be a professional athlete, you can't be distracted by all the other bullshit that most people get distracted by. You never really make it. You might be a professional athlete, you might get paid, but you'll never really be the best. The best are 100% dedicated. One of the guys that I went to school with, actually three guys I went to school with played Aussie rules football or AFL. I was reasonably good at football as well. And if I dedicated myself, maybe I could have made it. I don't know. Not that I even care because that wasn't my priority. It's not what I even thought about, but I guess I was naturally pretty good at that sport. I just never really committed to it. Whereas my friend that I spent a lot of time with at school that we were really good friends with, he ended up not only winning the McGarry medal in South Australia in the South Australian Footy League, which is essentially the best player, but he also went on to have a good career in the AFL, high level, all of that sort of stuff. But when we grew up, he was 100% dedicated. On weekends after playing football on a Saturday, he would go home and he would eat a clean diet. He would stretch. He would ice bath, all of that sort of stuff. Whereas the majority of the footy team, we would go out, we'd go drinking, you know, we're chasing girls, you know, we're drinking, you know, we walk straight off the footy field. And the first thing you're thinking about is having a drink or something like that. At that time, I didn't really drink a lot, but I would definitely be going out with people and I'd have a drink every now and again or stuff like that. But my priority wasn't football. And so you can definitely tell the difference between people who make it at a high level and those who don't. It is important to make sure that you're setting clear goals and clear accountabilities and you understand what it takes if you want to achieve at the level you want to achieve at. Now, some of my friends are quite high level in business, but 100% of their whole life is 100% dedicated to business and they don't focus on anything else. And so they have been able to very highly excel at business. 
but then they're not highly skilled in other areas of their life and maybe they don't have other things together in their life, but they have excelled at that area. And so if you're listening to this, it is important to not pedestal or look up to people and go, wow, you know, they've achieved so much. I want to have that lifestyle. Because if you're not prepared to do what it takes to have that lifestyle or to have those achievements, then you're probably never going to have them. And I tell a lot of people at our Thrive Time event, it is important to know what you want in life and stay in your lane. You know, are you prepared to give up everything in order to just do one thing and not be distracted by anything else in order to achieve that thing? If the answer is yes, then my next question is, are you prepared to do that for the next 10 to 20 years? Now, most people will say no, and that's because they get other things in their life that are important, like maybe they want to build a business, but their relationship's important. Now, that's cool, but are you going to be as effective as someone that's 100% dedicated to just growing a business? Maybe not. That doesn't mean you can't have a multi-million dollar business and you can't travel around the world and fly first class or business class and you can't have a great lifestyle. It's up to you. But is that going to be the same as the person who's 100% dedicated? Probably not. If you want to have a great body, are you 100% committed to going to the gym and eating like a bodybuilder and are you prepared to do that for the next five to 10 years? Because all the people that you see on Instagram that have these amazing bodies, they give up a lot. You know, they won't go out on weekends. They won't go out a lot. They consistently monitor all their calories. They eat food that's bland as shit most of the time. They are consistently dedicated to training. They get good sleep. And so their life revolves around that. Now, is their life going to be as exciting and as exhilarating as someone who wants to go out with friends and all that sort of stuff? Probably not, but that's what they choose to do. So you have to be honest with yourself around your goals, around what it really takes in order to achieve those things. So I hope this helps Driven Mofos. I hope it's given you something to think about as well so that you set realistic goals and not put too much pressure on yourself, which will then make you burn out, create self-comparisons, beat the shit out of yourself, feel like you're not good enough because you're not achieving at the level as some other people, when you've got to really be honest with yourself. You've got to create your lane in life and stay in that lane because that's how you're going to be the most fulfilled in your own life. And that really is dictated by your values, your vision, your mission, your goals, your purpose, all of the things that I go through about building out a success map for your life in Thrive Time. And that's why that event is so fucking amazing. You know, I just wish that I have a lot of people who say to me, I'd love to come to that event, but they just don't come. But I mean, once you come along, I guarantee it'll change your life because once you get that success map, you know what your lane is and you don't drift into other people's lanes. You just do your thing and therefore you're fulfilled, but you're also the most successful that you're going to be based on your priorities in life and the things that are important to you so that you can live your great life not the great life of others. So yeah, if you haven't jumped across the website yet, you can go check that out at www.themojomaster.com.au. You can go check out our Thrive Time event on there. Also, I just want to say a massive thank you to everyone who keeps rating and reviewing this podcast and sharing it with one person every week. It's making a massive difference. We're getting out to more and more people. I'm getting more people who are hitting me up on social media. I've got a few questions that the community have been asking as well. Some of you have reached out and asked me some questions. I will come back to you with some of those questions in the next couple of weeks and answer them on this podcast as well. So if you do have any questions that you want me to answer or any topics that you want me to cover, just reach out on any of my social media platforms. Let me know what the question is or what you want me to talk about, especially if it's human behavior or business related. The reason why I guess I've excelled in business and have been able to help the people that I help is because I think 90 to 95% of business is just human behavior. So the more you learn about yourself, the more you learn about others as well. And the more you're able to implement that in marketing, sales, branding, management, leadership, all of those areas. Hope that helps River Mofos. Have a great day. Keep crushing it. Stay in your lane. Do your thing. And I look forward to you joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.